0: you Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Morning Update, the breakfast briefing. It is Wednesday, the 30th of June, the last day of the financial year. So, as usual, with all the information contained in this presentation, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast or video presentation and if you need to you can always pause the powerpoint slide here and read our disclaimer in full and if you're listening on a podcast head on over to our website and you can read the disclaimer there All right, well, a bit of a nothing night in the U.S., but certainly hovering around record highs. We had some good economic data out from the American side of things and certainly uh, hovering at those all-time highs for NASDAQ and the S&P. The Dow closing up a mere 9 points or 0.03%, 34.292, NASDAQ up 28 points or 0.19% to 14528 I think that's a new all-time high. And the S&P 500 up a measly 1.4292, so uh, pretty much in line with the Dow. No middle for diddle today. So We also saw the VIX index closing up slightly, 1.65%, 16.02 there. And our SPY futures pointing to a 33-point gain this morning, or around 0.46 of a percent to 72.53, but I suspect all will hinge once again on the coronavirus updates we will see from the states later this morning in terms of the numbers there. We currently have 12 million Australians in lockdown, although yesterday's numbers, certainly from New South Wales, showed a steadying of those case numbers, although at the same time we are seeing a bit of an explosion still in the number of potential sites Uh, that people are being warned about. So it remains to be seen what those numbers are, but certainly it looks a little less worrying than it had been. But uh, I would imagine that we're still going to have a two-week shutdown. But government stimulus from New South Wales certainly helping uh, small businesses and some of those workers that cannot work because of the COVID restrictions. As far as commodities go, last night we had a relatively benign night in most commodities but unfortunately not such a benign night in gold which dropped around 1% $17.10 back down to 17.63 spot 60 iron ore also had a bit of a nasty night, down 2.7% or $5.95, $214.10 US dollars a ton. Aussie dollar back down to 75.11, so that will take a little bit of the sting out of that fall in the gold price, but not a huge amount in Aussie dollar terms. But gold miners have been under pressure for some days already. In other commodities we had copper down half percent, nickel up 0.3, aluminium up around 1%, zinc up 1.3, Lead had a good night last night up 2.7% and tin up 0.8, BhP and Rio in ADR form. That's American depository receipts. Uh, were pretty much unchanged. BHP up 0.01% and Rio up 0.2% of a percent there. So nothing very startling to come out of uh, US trade in our big miners. Here you can see the S&P 500 meandering around for most of the day. Uh, to be honest, uh, the US market has gone into a bit of a summer slumber. A lot of people getting out and about and enjoying their freedom. So we are not so big in terms of volumes in the U.S. and certainly hovering around those all-time highs. No one really having the catalyst to sell the market down, but also not really having the catalyst to uh, take it to the next leg higher. As far as major stories go, uh, stocks defying valuation worries. Well, we've talked about that. Moderna's COVID shock produces antibodies against Delta variant. And that Delta variant is rippling through emerging markets. And we are seeing an explosion in even the UK. Indonesia is uh, being uh, a complete mess, according to the Red Cross. But the UK cases are rising. Didn't stop 40,000 people heading to Wembley to see England beat Germany 2-0 you won't hear the last of that one, that's for sure. But um, certainly the good news on the Delta variant, at least from the UK perspective, is that although the case numbers are rising substantially, hospitalizations and deaths are lagging a long, long way behind. So it does seem as if although people are getting the Delta variant, They're not actually getting as sick with it. The S&P 500 and NASDAQ both hitting record highs. Bitcoin continuing to recover. It's up above 36,000. And Tesla slipped 1.2%. And we have McConnell from the uh, Republicans saying, Infrastructure bill hinges on Democrats' abandoning plan to link it with larger reconciliation package. Haven't we heard that one before? And Biden plans to open his sales pitch this week for the roads, bridges and broadband at the centre of the bipartisan infrastructure deal. You would think that's a no-brainer, really, that the Americans would want the best roads, the best bridges and the best broadband. But the question, of course, as always, is who is going to pay for it? What's on today? We've got a little bit on the economic calendar, not a lot. Private sector credit for May and New Zealand ANZ Business Confidence for June. And China has releasing some manufacturing and non-manufacturing PMIs with Japanese May industrial production numbers as well. Of course, this week is the Chinese centenary birthday celebrations of the Communist Party and President Xi is going to be giving a uh, keynote speech today after giving out 29 medals yesterday. We are back in lockdown for 12 million of us, and the CBA and National Australia Bank have extended their agreement with Australia Post to allow banking facilities at the Post Office by a decade. Does that mean Cartiers for all? And Jeff Wilson's new LIC, war, what is it good for? Well, it claimed its first blood with a merger yesterday announced between Templeton Global, TGG, with the WAM Global Fund, WGB. And new fintech Nano is launching home loans at rock-bottom rates, improved in less time than it takes to book an Uber. Apparently, according to the blurb, 9 minutes 41 seconds is the record. And Nano is hoping to get uh, most loans approved In under 10 minutes. Chris Stott, ex Wilson's, 1851 is his fund, has been up and going for a year or two, and his emerging companies fund will close to new funds after just 18 months. He always targeted around 400 million under management. He's got to 300 and expects a late rush and doesn't want to manage any more. U.S. consumer confidence increased in June to its highest level since the COVID-19 pandemic started. And just to give you a sense of where the U.S. yields are in comparison to ours and elsewhere, the 10-year yield in the U.S. is 1.47. In Australia, we're 1.53, so slightly above where the U.S. is. But given the, uh, the outlook for the U.S., that seems a little strange. And Germany is still minus. That's a minus, a 0.17% for its 10-year yield. And in Europe, only at May 2000, at the height of the dot-com boom, did we see more positive economic sentiment than now. We do have an OPEC Plus meeting Thursday. Global demand of nickel used in batteries is expected to rise 18% this year from 2020. An Australian super looking to sell down part of its 25% stake in Ausgrid. And yet more troubles coming in battalions for Nuix as they're now embroiled in an insider trading probe. So, although it doesn't affect the company business itself, it certainly is not a great look. And Macquarie is in talks to buy AMP Capital New Zealand. Question of the day today In the US, house prices are up 15% from a year ago. And of course, when we have our own housing bubble here although we do not have a huge amount of stock around part of the issue with the bubble. Uh, So the question of the day today is, has the local housing bubble reached its peak, or do you think we have more to go? Thanks very much for listening. Head on over to the Facebook discussion group. love to have your thoughts, ideas and insights over there. Members helping members is the motto there. We've got about 3,500 members of you guys out there, so uh, it's a really great forum to swap ideas and exchange thoughts and uh, talking about stocks and more macro situations. We've got Ask the Analyst on Friday at 5pm, so you can register for that now, taking general knowledge and the uh, quickfire round after looking at a few stocks in a little more detail. And 12 o'clock today I will be on the call with Koshy via Skype, of course, as we're all locked down. And uh, we're looking at 10 stocks plus the stock of the day. So that's always a lot of fun with my friend Andrew Wyland. Thanks very much for listening and have a great day.